bitch is gonna light a candle. Welcome to the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. Mitch is gonna light a candle. Logan is back. And Mitch is back from a very long, awesome Labor Day trip to the Northeast. Hit some new parks. Hit some parks I haven't been to before. I'm excited to talk about it. It's gonna be a good time here on the Coaster Cuzzies Podcast. So pull up a chair. Get some Olive Garden. And put that Cuzzies in your ear. No, that's the old intro. I've been gone Logan. so long, I'm remembering the old intro. Sorry, guys. Logan, are you currently eating Olive Garden? Uh, I was told I make loud noises when I record and eat, so I'm not going to eat my Olive Garden before. It was, it, for after. it was just It was just when we, <laughs> Logan and I, also hello, you listeners, when Logan and I recorded the Toronto episode, and Logan was eating, and I said, do, maybe we'll, let's, do you want to eat first and then record? And Logan said, no, it's fine. I could hear Logan cho- chowing, chewing on that recording, um, and uh, I did not enjoy my listening experience from that, uh, from that episode. So that was what just happened prior to pressing record here. So I, I say we take this to the Discord. If y'all hated that episode and Logan's mouth noises were obnoxious, I will never do it again. But you got to speak now or forever hold your peace. You guys got two weeks from when this drops to let me know. Or we can cool. do a mukbang with uh, all of us eating Olive Garden at once. And well, do see, that. that's yeah, the sure. vibe that I was going for out east. But I guess mukbang with Logan's just too annoying. My fucking foot keeps hitting the, sit, hitting the thing on the seat and I keep sinking. It's like a dropper. <laughs> okay. it, was, it was a mukbang vibe, but it wasn't like a mutual mukbang. I was just sitting there not eating. So if you were <laughs> eating, would it be less annoying? Yes, yeah, we'd like preface it. Maybe I don't know why. I don't know why this is what we're talking about right now, but this is uh, that's how I feel. This is what happens when you bring Logan back onto the audios after being gone for what a month and a half. Yeah, since uh, the Tor- Toronto episode, right? Yeah, it was the Toronto episode, but then I wasn't even on the recording before that. I don't think so. Like, I don't think I've recorded mm. with the three of us in what like two months now. It's been a very weird summer. We've all been on our trips and then like coming together and kind of recording as we can. Yeah. Summer's weird for, for this new new format we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everybody just yeah. has their own schedules off on their own trips. The whole contributor thing kind of just died hard during the summer. But I mean, you well, I guess especially you, Caleb, you uh, kept the content up bumping out during it. So Mitch and I, I know, are used to taking our break. But we, I, I guess, made more content this summer. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Hey, where you been, by the way, Logan? What what you been up to lately? Life. <laughs> I, I came back from out east, Deep. the changed man. A changed man with a low <laughs> bank account and no job. So we were addressing those issues, and now that they're addressed, I am back. <laughs> I'm glad that you started selling those feet pics like I told you to. I, I'm really proud of you for stepping out there and putting yourself out there. Hey, stepping out there. Yep. Put, put, put. <laughs> <Again>. Funny. <laughs> that didn't hit the way I was hoping it for. Um, Logan, you still also got to put your expenses into that spreadsheet so I can pay you back for the Shit. Toronto thing. Too. Sorry. Because yeah, I was like, I owe you mo- I, I owe you money. <laughs> Thank you. Do you owe me? I think, well, I broke it down. Mitch has I think a job. Like he can pay you back. 20 bucks. <laughs> 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 hey, hey I have a job now. I just got hired on with the university yesterday, so 
Uh, nice. Like similar people in our Discord, we now have multiple people, minimum two, that are currently employed by their local universities. That's great. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's, I got hired on there that. teaching all of the prerequisites to Lifeguard. They told me that when November comes around, they're going to contact a life-saving society in Canada to send out a person to train me up to teach lifeguards and hopefully teach people how to do swimming lessons for free. They want to get me uh, more certified for first aid courses. So essentially, I just got myself a gig like a third, like two-thirds of the way up the university ladder in the aquatics world. So that's kind of cool. I don't think I've ever told you this before, but when I was in college and a 21-year-old bro college football player... One summer, I was growing my hair out so I couldn't work at Worlds of Fun, and I took the prerequisite lifeguard class with, like, 14-year-olds, yep. and I was, like, the grown man in the class, yep. and uh, learned to become a lifeguard one summer, and um, the memories are hilarious, because these were, like, you know, 80-pound kids trying to, like, pull me, and it was hilarious, and then um, I was a lifeguard that summer. There you go. <laughs> Love that. I didn't know you couldn't have long hair at Worlds of Fun. Uh, a long time ago, it was very much, you, you had to be clean shaven and you could not have hair to your shoulders as a, as a, they, they very much had male and female Dress lists codes? only. Yeah. And they were hmm. very strict about it. Uh, Weird. Now you can just have purple hair there and paint your nails and all sorts of other things. But back in the day, I uh, just didn't have a job because I wanted to grow my hair out. Little self-expression, little angst. Can, have and, we seen uh, a picture of that? Have you guys not seen a picture of me with long hair? Like I saw a picture of it. You described it as something else that I forget. We said if you wanted me to say on the show or not. So I'm just gonna keep it <laughs> off. Well, I just kind of felt like I was um, honestly a Canadian hockey player. Is how mm. I looked. Yeah, I looked like a brawler. Fair. Is that is that a position in hockey? A brawler. A brawler? You mean an enforcer? I'm an enforcer. I look yeah. like an enforcer. So okay. that was fun. Well, I will have to see a picture later. Um, but you basically were Logan that summer. You were a lifeguard. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed lifeguarding until it kept me up mm-hmm. at night. And then I didn't. And that's why I now teach lifeguards. So we uh, yeah. had a nice little character arc. I just, yeah, I just need money. So I'm picking up hours and kind of just working my way back up the chain a little bit here. I respect cool. that. Hey, you know who has actually had a lot of excitement since our last recording? Who? Mitch. Mitch has had a damn good time. He was on a great trip. And uh, were these a bunch of parks you hadn't been to before, Mitch? That is correct. I've been to Hershey Park, and that was it. All right. rest of it, all new parks. I'm proud of you. So you have your Six Flags Pass, I'm assuming. And you I, actually used it. I did. It when Lo- I was going to say, when Logan and I went to LaRon... Um, I was unsure if I was I was unsure if I was going to buy just a day ticket. Oh my god, it's raining! Really? Oh my god, I haven't. Whoa, weird! I it was so hot. I haven't seen rain in like weeks. It's been so hot here. Um, anyways, just distracted. Um, I just it's just very because it was so sunny and hot earlier. Anyways, um. <laughs> Yes, when Logan and I went to LaRon, I wasn't sure if I was going to buy a single-day pass or if I was going to go to other Six Flags parks. I always say I'm going to go to Darien Lake because it's the closest Six Flags park to me. I never do. 
And so, um, but then a Labor Day trip came out because I really, really, really have been wanting to go to Great Adventure for years. Like I've had a trip planned. I had a trip planned, booked in, planned and booked in 2021 and planned and booked in 2022. But then El Toro went down both years. And so I canceled it for something else. For in 2021, I went to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. And then last year, I don't think I even did anything. I just went to LA instead in November. So I knew I was going to a couple of the Six Flags parks. And uh, yeah, so I got my pass, which was great. And uh, went to parts of the U.S. I'd never been to before. It was just a like a classic good road trip. Not like a crazy enthusiast road trip. Like I like like I said earlier, we I, I like nice hotels. Like I like staying in nicer hotels. I don't like long drives. Like our lo- absolute longest drive in one shot was like eight hours. Um, Ooh, and yeah. so and. Anything more than that, I just um and no. So it was a, it was a good trip, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, so give us the lay of the land here. What's the what's the outline of uh, trips you took or parks you went to on this trip? High level. We left Toronto um, very late, actually, like at five, and we went straight down to Hershey Park. So we got there at like one thirty a.m. Yes. <laughs> um, so True. did Hershey Park for a full day. Yeah, I know it was, it was very late. That's not what we wanted to do. It was just. It was traffic in Ontario shit. Um, So, so yeah, got to Hershey Park, did a full day at Hershey Park, and then drove to a hotel uh, just north of Six Flags Great Adventure and stayed two nights there, did a full day at Six Flags Great Adventure for my first time ever. Um, And then uh, next day was Nickelodeon Universe and Lake Compounds. And the following day after that was Six Flags New England. Then the last day driving back from New England was Great Escape on uh, on the Monday. So um, I went with another contributor on this trip, Parker, um, who you've seen on the episode before. Which I mean, it made sense to have him on this episode, but it's okay. We can we can do maybe another. Well, maybe this is like this can be the trip report episode, and then Parker, if you're listening to this, we can do like a separate segment, like maybe diving deep into like funny moments of the trip, or more like a conversation. This is just more of an overview, if that makes sense. I like that idea. Um, Parker accepts your challenge. Perfect. I'm glad we're speaking for him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, so Parker and Tyler Burke, uh, also known as PMF Coasters, lover of all things pain, all painful coasters and marathoning, who Logan spent a lot of time with. Two day, two full days with um, right and I spent in, a day and a half because he was stuck with the other group on our Sunday when Perry was in town. But me and oh, Burke had yeah. a great day by ourselves. Uh, completely a side topic for another episode. I just want to get quick line in there. The SLC, what, what did we call it? Scientology, the ride at Canada's Wonderland mm-hmm. doesn't even painful, doesn't even hurt. I have beef with that comment, but we're good. Oh my god damn you love you love those slcs i don't understand people complaining about roller coasters being rough and hurtful the only one i experienced was that woody but like i said we're gonna save that for a topic on another show yeah keep us rolling i will gladly tell you why slcs are complete garbage later (laughs) on all right perfect i wrote a lot of them on this trip so let me tell you um but well not a lot i wrote two right Early one. I don't remember. Maybe it was only one. Anyways. You had the opportunity um, to ride too. New England and um, Darien. Oh, yeah. We didn't go to well, Darien. It was closed by the time we drove by both of them. Both of them. So uh, I do want to go to Darien one time. It's so close. But uh, but yeah, I'll talk about the trip a little bit. If you guys have questions, just wave at me. Um, I'll, I'll stop for uh, all that good stuff. But uh, yes. Sounds good. Left 
Toronto. Uh, it's about a seven, seven and a half hour drive down through New York and Pennsylvania to Hershey Park. Uh, stopped at Sheets. Parker and Burke had never ha- experienced the joy of Sheets, which for Logan and any other um, viewers listening, it's like a mini Bucky's. So like, it's not quite as like mm. massive, like all, all the stuff. It's more of like a, just a food, like it's tw- open 24 hours and their menu is massive. You walk in and it's just a massive convenience store with like lots of hot food, which is really good. So it's basically Bucky's of the merchandising, if that makes sense. It's, it's, um, it's a Pennsylvania brand. Um, very classic coaster enthusiast road trip. So we stopped there in Williamsport, um, and I introduced them to the joy of Sheets. Have you been to Sheets? Uh, um, I have. Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot your name, Caleb. I literally or, forgot your name mid sentence. One of the two. Hey, it's been a while I'm, since we talked, so it's okay. I was uh, going to say I'm, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never gotten Connor before, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Jacobs. When, when people are confused, but hmm. uh, been to Sheets and it was awesome. Yeah, we, we went in there and, you know, uh, my wife was craving gluten free peach rings and they fucking had them. Oh, my God. Nobody just has gluten free peach rings except for Sheets. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was amazing. So, uh, that... yeah, I, I love Sheets. Uh, we went there on our Pennsylvania road trip. How do you spell it? It's. S H E E T Z. It's like uh, such a classic. Um, it's in oh, pretty yeah. much every city in Pennsylvania, and I think there's some in Ohio and New York as well. But Probably. it's like a classic coaster enthusiast stop, just because it's like around so many coasters. Um, new in New Jersey and Philadelphia area, they have Wawa, which is kind of the same, but they do more like sandwiches, right? Wawa is delicious. Wawa, you go there for like dinner. Oh, awesome. okay. Or we only stopped at gas for Wawa, so so yeah, Logan. That we'll have to go there if you ever uh, do. We do a coaster trip down to Pennsylvania or, or Cedar Point. I'm I'm scared of America, but once again, that's another topic for another episode. <laughs> America's <laughs> fine. Just hang out with me. You know, nobody messes with me. Okay, Jacob. <laughs> yeah, Jacob with the long hair. <laughs> I'm, hard time. I'm sorry, I haven't been able to poke fun at you guys in two months. And all the stuff we've had to edit, it's been a long two months. <laughs> you just heard anyway. us talking, not interact. Yeah. <laughs> so we get to our hotel by Hershey. And it was funny. Our hotel room had pictures of Hershey coasters on it. And we're like, wasn't he, we weren't even at a Hershey hotel. We were just at like a comfort suites. And so we were like, hell yeah, they that knew. was great. They knew. Um, the next day, we went to Hershey Park. So... Uh, as everyone knows, I famously bought a Hershey's king size pass and didn't go once. Uh, literally the only person to use it was Parker because I gave him all my give, like bring a friend or discounted tickets. So, uh, he got benefit out of it. So that means I unfortunately didn't get there for the hour early pass holder entry. So, uh, chocolate world, which is the giant chocolate, basically the world's largest chocolate store and uh, all their attractions open about two hours before the park. So we were like, perfect, let's go there because we don't like it's usually dead in the morning. Um, we did the chocolate factory ride. But I, the most important thing I found was I walk in just before the chocolate ride and there's just a wall of plant based Reese's and Hershey's chocolate bars. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> oh, I literally went up and just grabbed it before realizing that I'm like, we're going to be in the park all day. I'm not going to buy these now. I'm going to buy these later. I it's literally. <laughs> And let me tell you, that's a pr- that, that's what's called foreshadowing. I was my gonna friends. say that's foreshadowing. <laughs> Fucking foreshadowing! Holy shit! But in the moment, I was happy, and in the yeah. moment, I knew I'd buy it, so I wouldn't be it wouldn't melt at our day at Hershey Park. So 
uh, Road the Chocolate Factory Tour, which I just love. I love that thing. So um, good. Uh, My wife we, sings that song weekly. Yeah, it's so it it's such an Epcot ride. Like it reminds me of a Disney ride. It's so good. It's honestly, I think it's the best ride at Hershey Park. I'm just Whoa. gonna be honest. I think it's I think it's the cutest. How about that? Cutest equals best. Everybody knows that, Mitch. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I, yeah, I think yes. you have you have to go ride it. You can't just skip that ride. I've never been to Hershey and not ridden it ever. Yeah, it's it's so it's good. Um, so yeah, did that, um, and then we went into the park. So just to remind everyone of what happened last time, if you were a prey coaster prey coasting listener, um, you might have may have heard this story. But uh, when we I was at Hershey Park two years ago on Labor Day. And went by myself, had a great time. Skyrush wasn't open. That's when their the cable or whatever was broken. But unfortunately, someone stole my phone at Candemonium and had a – well, on the second day. Had a very troublesome second day. Had to buy a phone, American phone, to get in contact with my dad who had, like, my find my friends. It was just a whole thing. And log into my find my iPhone. Got it back. We're all good. But so – it was a lot of cleansing of negative energy. Plus, Skyrush was open this time and Wildcats Revenge. So a couple things on the list to do. I also really wanted to do the arrow log flume because there's so few arrow flog flumes available uh, around anymore. So mm. um, the day was really good. I um, I think I'm not going to go into too much detail because it wasn't my first time at Hershey. And I think most of our listeners have heard us talk about Hershey in the past. So um, we can maybe do a specific Hershey segment another time, but um, I'll stick mainly to my comments on Wildcats Revenge, obviously the new for 2023 RMC. Um, I did ride Wildcat, the original GCI. I didn't mind it. Caleb, did you ride Wildcat? One and done. Fuck that ride. I hated it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was probably, yeah, yeah. I would put it in like the bottom three rides at that park when it existed. At least my ride. Yeah, it- it definitely was down there. Like, I wouldn't say I hated it, but it definitely wasn't good. Yeah. Um, I can see why somebody would like it. Yeah. It's, it's for me, I think the first words I said when I came off it is, I can see how this is where GCI started. There's a lot of elements. There's a lot of things in it that are in future coasters, but it's just executed better and better coaster in, in, sorry, in future coasters. So I, I, I appreciate that that was the first coaster and I understand it, but I wasn't one I was marathoning or rewriting or anything like that. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, Wildcats Revenge. Uh, we did it in the morning and the afternoon, and that thing is relentless. It has incredible pacing. It has really interesting elements. has one of my favorite, new favorite airtime moments, like two sideways airtime hills like on uh, Lightning Rod, which I love. Mm. Um, I really, really like the ride. Um, I love the drop. I love the stall. I love all that. So I would say my only issue with it is it's just very aggressive. Like, it is... Uh. And I don't know what it is about. Maybe it's RMC restraints, but like I can rewrite Skyrush no problem. Like with the restraints mm-hmm. on my thighs, I yeah. can't do a Wildcat's Revenge. And I don't know why. Like at Wildcat's Revenge, like I was in pain after like ride seven, whereas Skyrush I could ride like 11, 12 times and be fine. So I, I don't know what it is. And rewritability is a big thing for me. I really like to be able to ride coasters without getting sick or without getting hurt where I'm not, I know a lot of enthusiasts don't um, rank rewritability as like, you know, one of their 
um, higher traits. So I think Wildcats Revenge, I'm, I'm framing it from the point of view of Steel Vengeance, where it's like, I think it's a coaster I'll ride three or four times and that's it for the day. It's not like a marathonable coaster, but I think it's an excellent, um, addition to the lineup. I think it adds even more extreme thrills to that already extreme park. Um, so I think that park really has something for everyone. There's what, three or four extreme coasters, three or four medium coasters. So, um, yeah, I really like, I really like Wildcats Revenge. Have you guys read anything, seen any POVs, have any like curiosities about it, anything at all? I'm more like trying to figure out your taste in RMCs because when I think I've got you pegged, you'll say something that just throws me off. I didn't think you'd like this ride at all. Oh, really? Why is that? I thought it was going to be too too aggressive, too too intense. Hmm. Okay. I, so I'm I, just trying. I I can't figure you out, and you're like a science project for me. <laughs> I don't really have this. I don't even know if it's quantifiable. To be honest, I really yeah. think it's about passing the vibe check. You know, like I, I like so. I'll give it this. It's not. It's probably not in my top five favorite RMCs. Like maybe number five. Okay. Let's say that. So nice. it, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Um, I actually prefer an RMC I rode later on the trip. Um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I don't really have it's really about passing the vibe check. Um, but what I what what elevated this coaster above something like a Steel Vengeance or Twisted Timbers is the amount of varied elements. Like there wasn't mm, just okay. a point of over and over and over and over again elements. Every single element was contained. Every single part of the ride, in my opinion, felt unique. Like I I knew after ride seven, I knew what was coming next, and it was contained in a fact of like I wasn't dreading the next step i wasn't like oh my god here we go again 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 it was very interesting elements and that sideways airtime i think really just elevated it for me okay uh logan do you know anything about this ride do you have any any thoughts on it or the all i know about it was from one coffee with coaster bro when Mm -hmm. airtime mike was talking about i couldn't even tell you what episode it was it might have been the episode it opened or the episode he got on it i just remember driving down the most boring highway in all of canada Highway 16 between Edmonton and Saskatoon. And I was listening to what uh, Mike had to say, and it sounded like a fun ride. Cool. It It's a fun ride in a great park. Um, I think that park has just the, one of the best futures. It's the best taken care of park, I I think, in North America. Um, obviously, besides Disney, I think it, it after going to Europe and coming back, this park reminds me the closest to, like, I would say what a European park standard is like. And okay. I mean, Chocolate Town is still, is still phenomenal. Like Chocolate World, Chocolate Town, it's still a phenomenal park. Um, and I guess the only other thing new I did on this trip was, um, I, did, I guess I did two things. I did the new Jolly Rancher remix, which I had ridden it as Sidewinder before. And I rode Coal Cracker, the Arrow Log Flume, which was a blast. I highly recommend riding it. Nice. You you get wet, but your feet don't get wet, which is perfect. And, um, <laughs> and Jolly Rancher remix was a vibe. Like, I, I really liked it. I thought it was just like, let's just make the boomerang more fun. Like, let's just make it more vibey and with music and lights. And I'm like, you know what? fuck it why if you're gonna keep it why not like let's do it um so yeah that's basically hershey got lots of good rides on sky rush lightning racer candy um didn't ride great bear this trip um but uh i storm runner yeah fahrenheit so yeah any thoughts or questions or anything at all on hershey before i zoom zoom over to the next place i have two questions is i mean as much as Hershey Park is a destination park already, like 
that's already the answer to this. But let's say you've got all the credits at Hershey Park and you live six or more hours away from Hershey Park. Is it a destination to go ride Wildcats Revenge? I would say I would say yes because it's not just Wildcats Revenge. It's not like it's not like mm-hmm. it, that's the only thing there. I would say yes because e- there's a new coaster which is a draw in and it's a really good coaster, but it's right. also easy enough to spend two full days at that park, not just doing that coaster. So my answer would be yes, and that's exactly the reason we went and decided not to skip it um, on the strip, which right. we easily could have done. And then part two, the second question is: Do I really have to ride Jolly Rancher Remix again? <laughs> I rode a Sidewinder as my 200th coaster. My answer is no. I like it. Okay. I, I was like, I want to ride it because it's fun. And um, actually, one thing I really liked about our trip is we split up a lot. Um, Burke Parker and I talked a lot about this, that we have very different styles of how we go to go through a park. Burke is a marathoner. Parker is like a footage getter and like kind of in the middle of marathoning. And and I'm the most leisurely of, um, of, of us in the park. Like I really like to do one ride and just kind of like wander after that. So that's why. Vibe. Sorry. I think the three of us vibe on that. Yes, exactly. And L- Logan, I know when we were at Leron in Wonderland, very vibey, very like relaxed vibes. It was really nice uh, hanging out, but we still even still split up a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, especially when we did Wonderland, we did a lot of different things. So I can very much relate to that kind of style trip where, okay, probably I guess what a coaster nerd who's been to the park before and doesn't feel like they have to get every credit. That's kind of more my style, I guess. Yep, absolutely. Um, so no, it was a great park, great day. Um, I love that area. We went to Olive Garden after and the same Olive Garden I had a breakdown in after my phone got stolen in 2021. So uh, it was good to cleanse that Olive Garden as well. Um, we love to hear. And then dr- drove to a hotel in East Brunswick near Rutgers University. Um, yeah. And uh, and the next day, I had my first ever day at Six Flags Great Adventure, which I oh my god, this is a big park, and I don't know if I want to go into like how much detail I want to go to here because it's a huge park with a lot of coasters, a lot of things to say. Probably deserves an o- its own segment, that sort of thing, which um, to talk about later, but. Um, I want to talk about the highlights for sure, of course, funny moments, the day in general, and kind of my overall thoughts. Like I usually, as I usually do with these trip reports, you know, I talk about staff, food, operations, that sort of thing, kind of give my overview there. Um, and that's kind of how we did it on my Europe trip is like I talked about, I think, food, staff, that sort of thing. So um, first of all, I think coaster wise, I want to talk about my highlights uh, and there's a lot of surprises. I would say my one of my biggest surprises was King Ka, how much people don't like that ride. And I loved that ride. Like it was way smoother and way more fun than I was expecting it to be. I that crew was amazing that day. They were just sending the trains. And even in the back row or back car of Kindika, I didn't find it that shaky. But I mean, like I rode near like middle or near the front most times. Yeah. And that ride, holy crap. We got a couple night rides on it. Oh my God. Just next level. Like, it's just next level. Like, how do you even process that? I loved it. I really, I really did love it. So that's, glad, uh, that was, I, sorry. I'm glad the debate is over now, I guess, on, on Top Thrill and King to Call. People used to rag on this ride because it was just a little, a little rough. Just a, I didn't like that my head barely hit the, you know, mm-hmm. the shoulder restraint. 
It's like it's got an airtime hill. It's taller. It's faster. It's better. Mm-hmm. I love King Dakar. It's so good. It is so 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 good. Um, the crew on it. Oh my god. Where I mean, we actually like stopped and complimented them. Sent a guest compliment because they were just that good. They were unbelievable and they, and they were not just like efficient and operational they were so happy and like just creating good vibes in the station and for those who don't know they they play a repeat of um eye of the tiger remix over and over again um if you want to hear it listen to the watch the el to orion problematic coasters video it's like i love that song but anyways king to was probably my biggest surprise of that day um, I, I'm, I'll continue with the surprises and that was Jersey devil coaster. Cause it's another coaster. I think people really hype down and we're like, Oh, it's not as good as the other Raptors. Oh, it's not as crazy as other RMCs. What the fuck y'all? That is an amazing, amazing ride. I never got in the back three cars at all. I never got in the back three rows and yeah. granted my first ride on it was like 3 PM on a really hot day. And then my other two rides were night rides. So it was like, it was incredible. Nice. That thing is insane. That thing is like a longer Wonder Woman Golden Lasso coaster with like so many more elements and it's just executed so well. The moving station is amazing. The crew is fantastic. Like it just like works and it's such a good long RMC single rail. And I had fun in every seat I rode. I rode row two, I rode row five and row eight or something like that. And it was the best. It was so much fun. And as someone who's ridden the two smaller ones, um, they're, they feel very similar. I think it doesn't feel quite as fast, but I think it feels as whippy with as much airtime. So I loved it. I absolutely love it. Did you, Caleb, was this open when you went? I haven't been here in a while. Uh, oh. I haven't been to this park since like 2016 or 18. Like before I met my wife. It's been a long time. Okay. Okay. So the you um, did you go on? Was Joker there when you were there? No. Like the 40 free spin? Okay. So that would have been 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question though about, um, about Jersey Devil. Like what is the complaint? Mm. Is it just that it doesn't rip your face off? Is that why enthusiasts kind of talk lowly on this ride? Exactly. That the complaint is that it's tame. The complaint that that is it's too graceful, it's too tame, and that there are, and a lot of the enthusiasts are comparing it to other RMC single rails. Which I mean, I guess yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. I don't understand it as someone who's ridden this as my third RMC single rail. I think they're all intense and amazing, and this one is just a longer version of it. And there are some crazy moments. I would say some moments even crazier than the than the other ones, and even better. It's longer and the trains are longer. It's like for me, I'm just like, it's the perfect addition. The only, my only complaint is they're running two trains instead of three. So it was, it was actually like a bit of a delay between trains because the moving station moves too fast. So, yeah. um, no, this ride was surprising me. I loved it. Well, now I almost feel like I had to go back. I recommend it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then my last, like, kind of surprise, sort of not surprise that kind of I was unsure about was uh Mr. Toro, Mr. L. L Toro. Toro. Uh what are your thoughts on this ride? I think it's rough and shitty. Okay. And it gives me a headache every time I ride it. It's intense, the airtime's good, but uh too intense and I just like I legitimately I've ridden it three different times and I've never gotten off without a very big <laughs> headache. Logan, did we ever talk about El Toro, or do you know anything about El Toro? When, when in your conversations, what are your, what are your, what's your take on it? El Toro made it to Coaster of the Week towards the end of Prairie Coasting. 
Okay, yeah. I remember that being one of the very few roller coasters that actually got me excited because I'm like, holy smokes, that looked insane. Thinking back to our rides on Le Monster at uh, Laurent, I got high hopes for this thing. So it's hyped up there after experiencing Wildebeest and feeling like I was in the car crash. I could see it going that way if it wasn't maintained right. But I mean, it just reopened, so I'd hope it's okay. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, those are good good thoughts. What do you guys think? What do you what before this trip? What did you think my thoughts were going to be on this ride? Because this is the one that like of the whole trip, Parker and Burke were like unsure how I was going to feel. I would not think that you would enjoy it. Okay. I would think that you would lean towards enjoying it more so than not. Okay. Okay. I I thank you for your input. I appreciate that. I went. You're welcome. Thank you so much. We're so cordial. We're so cordial here when we're not bullying each other. We are. Um, I went into this not knowing what I was going to think about it, not knowing how do I I had feel about it. I think I really would like the twisty turny moments at the end, um, and just the just the unique feeling. But there's no wooden coaster that I've ridden could have properly prepared me for this. It's like nothing else I've ever ridden truly with the height and speed and everything like that. I ended up loving it, like absolutely loving it. Um, my, I, I really did. I, according to people, this is one of the smoothest years it's been. Parker and Burke wrote it last year. They both said it's much smoother than last year. We talked to some locals and said, this is the smoothest year. They've done some work on the track. And there was a couple potholes, I do have to say. So if I had to choose, I would ride middle seat. Kind of similar with Sky Rush. I would always choose the middle seats over the wing seats. I, I still enjoy the wing seats, but I prefer the middle because I can re-ride it and it's a bit smoother. And with El Toro, I once I learned it was like a middle seat of the, of the car, um, I really started to enjoy this ride and for what it is. Especially, I know this is cliche, but that rolling hill turn, oh my, or the rolling hill hill. I it's cliche, the, but that's into the twisty part, right? It's into the twisty part. Holy yeah, shit. it's that's an insane moment. I, I will admit that it's the best part of the ride for me. Oh, that's the one that used to be over the other wooden roller coaster, Rolling Thunder. They they left it there. It's still the the one part of the coaster they left still there. Why? Yeah, because it's just as, as its legacy. They left that one oh. section of Rolling Thunder. It's still there. Yeah. The park has Budget. a weird way to pay tribute to old rides because isn't that the one that has the arrow loop in like the safari area? You can see it from the top of El Toro. You can see it in the in the safari. That's bizarre. <laughs> um, Caleb, what were you saying? Sorry. Um, no, I was just saying they just left it there for budget. Rolling Hill, the Rolling Thunder Hill. Oh, it's a joke. I know they yeah. couldn't afford Six to Flags joke. Demo at all? Yeah, it's okay. Um, so this ride actually, and and I and I'm and I also want to say the number one thing I was worried about for this ride is the restraints. I've heard from many people, uh, many guys my size um, or similar build that this is a ride that they are a very concerned about status on um, people with bigger thighs do have issues on. And I do have to say, I, I would say half of the rides I did, I did like 11 or 12 rides. They had to come and status me and the other half I was fine. Um, I wouldn't say it was uncomfortable by any means. I think RMCs are more uncomfortable, especially with the shin guards, but um, no, I love this thing. I loved this ride and I am so happy. I finally got to ride it. Logan's raising what, his hand. Yeah. What, what does yeah. status me mean? 
Okay, I will. St- I will. I'm sorry for the people who uh, don't know and Logan. Sorry for the Logans out there. No, no, no. Don't worry. Status is basically what they say to be nice when the restraint doesn't fit. So uh. remember, Logan. Remember on Leviathan um, when you're looking forward, you can see the lights when your when your restraint is locked. And when it's not, so say for example, not all coasters have that. On most coasters, only the operator in the operator booth can see like what behemoth, ride or, okay. yeah, behemoth, what row or what what car has um, an open restraint. So what they do is they call status and then the seat number. So or the car the car number. So they say status five four or whatever, and then the, uh, then okay. they know the ride uppers on the platform to go. So. Um, it was fine, and you know what? It was never too bad for me, but I definitely witnessed a couple of people having a walk of shame on uh, it just okay. because it's just not built for larger people, unfortunately. So I had no problem, and I really i am glad I got on this coaster um, after all these years of waiting and, and all that good stuff. So um, that was the surprises of the, of the trip, um, or of the park, I would say. Um, most of the other coasters are pretty uh, standard. I actually really did like Nitro. I think it was a fun hyper um, the clones were pretty much exactly what I was expecting. It was a, it was probably my spinniest Joker 40 free spin ride. Uh, Superman ultimate flight was exactly the same as the one at great America. Um, the, did the wild mouse. Yeah. All, all that Batman, the ride pretty much the same. So nothing really much to say about that. Um, we only did one or I, sorry, did, uh, sorry. I did two flat rides. I did uh zoom and draw. If you can call it a flat ride and, um, <laughs> and the justice flat, league. Right? Yeah, so Zoom, Zoom and Draw was good. It wasn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. Like Logan, when you did Lex Luthor, yeah, like there wasn't, there's no downwards force, right? It's just no. you take it up and they just kind of let you go, right? I was going to say that's my favorite drop ride I've ever been on, purely because of how fast it is. That being said, it's the only drop ride I've ever been on where I don't have that stomach losing feeling. Like I don't know if you had that mm. experience, but it very much felt like everything was with me. So the thrill factor was out, but the fun factor was in with the speed. And the height. I can 100% agree with you on that. Like, I wasn't waiting for my stomach to lift, but I, the height and the view, oh the my view. God. Like, I know Logan the from, the, from the top, the top from Lex Luthor, you can see all those mountains and the desert. Can you even see all the way to the ocean on the top of Lex Luthor too when you're facing that way? I was there during a heat wave, so it was very smoggy. So I can mm. tell you what its true extent would be. That's one that we'd have to ask a local or someone who's been there during a better weather. Yeah. The we rode it at golden hour, so it was still oh, sunny, man. but it was the, it was like just before sunset. And we get to the top, and they and there was a local beside us, like you can see Philadelphia from here. We're like, eh, we're not sure. We get near the top, and it's just golden behind, and it's just all of Philadelphia. We see like rising from the from the distance, wow. and I'm just like, my jaw was like open. I could not believe it. It was truly incredible Ka was unfortunately down when when we went up because it would have been cool to have it like because now they duel of course um but overall that view i would ride it again just purely for the view but holy fuck that is a walk that is a walk walk. it is they did not think that through (laughs) why did they make the king to cut area a dead end let me tell you why like it's so silly um two of your best rides are in that dead end no, I ride. So I ride strange. that ride for the view. the The way it's set up, though, like it is a long walk, but you're actually looking back at the entire park, which is like mm-hmm. people don't talk about that very often. I think it's really pretty. It's beautiful. I think getting a day ride on it and then a night ride on it is perfect because the night ride you see all the rides going, and the day ride you see the full extent of it. Perfect. Yeah. So I, that's one one thing I really wanted to ride when I was there. Um, 
And then, yeah, we rode Skull Mountain, rode the Skyride, Medusa. Like, nothing really much to say about those. Um, I really want to focus on, like, theming is my next one because this park is – this is where it surprised me, to be honest. Um, it felt like a Fiesta Texas, like, themed park or Great America. Like, the yeah. area around Kingdica is beautifully themed. It is a really cool area. The area around El Toro is well-themed. I thought their D.C. area was good. Um and what I loved about it is I love the themed music. I mean, I oh, I think I've, this is a broken record at this point. I love when parks do themed music. I love when they do themed restaurants. Like, it felt really cool. Even though it's a long walk back to King to Come, it does feel cool. I love El Toro Station. I know it's the old Togo Station, but mm-hmm. it feels very Western, that sort of thing. Um, I actually really was surprised by the theming of this park. Um, it's kind of what I what I find interesting is most parks start with a midway of some sort. Most parks start, I would say, around the world, um, or actually, maybe I would say more so in North America. I don't want to. Our European friends are very different, but um, most parks here in North America start with a a midway or a center focal point of some kind. Both Laurent, Wonderland, all the parks have it. Whereas this park just kind of is like, like you get the entrance and you just kind of. Dead. It just stops. Like it just, it just dead ends. And before they built the Joker, there was just nothing there. And so I kind yeah. of like that it was just like they did have a midway, but it was like over to the side a little bit. But otherwise, you're just kind of like right against the lake. <laughs> I'm here. Then that's it. Welcome to the park. <laughs> I, and I loved it. It was so treed and lush and everything. So I, I really appreciate that. I've talked to some um, home parkers and they said, This was a particularly good day. This was the Friday of Labor Day weekend. So all American kids, of course, are back in school. Um, The park was dead. Um, Burke and and Parker said they had a bit more of a dead day last year. But even so, our longest wait of the park, we had had no flashbacks. Our absolute longest wait was, I think we waited 30 minutes for Nitro. El Toro was never not a walk-on. King Dakar was never not a walk-on. Um, every other ride, Skull Mountain was a walk on, Batman was a walk on, even the Wild Mouse was a walk walk on. So, and and very similar to at Hershey Park as well. Hershey Park, everything was a walk on, uh, including Wildcats Revenge. So, if you're going to do a coaster trip, Labor Day the the week before Labor Day weekend, when all the parks are open during the week, perfect. That is um, perfect. that's a hack. I've, I've done that before, um, and done like a New Jersey type trip, and all the parks are just open longer than like. Day- the daily operation longer than like the Midwest parks are mm-hmm. and like the parks are dead. I, I don't, I don't know if they just go back to school later there. Um, but like people just don't know the stuff's open and you go and the parks are really manageable. Yeah. I don't know why I think a lot I mean, I don't know why people are done taking their vacations or whatever it is. But what I also love about the park is like, it's still daily operations open until nine or 10. So, but in September, the sun sets at like seven or eight. So you get night rides, you get a full day at that park. Um, I loved it. I would, I would absolutely recommend going to, um, this place around, uh, Labor Day. Um, food wise was, I think of course, where, I mean, all six flags can improve on this. Um, I, uh, what did I eat there? I don't, I think I ate like fries. Um, oh, I had, um, chop six. They have like a tofu veggie stir fry, which is like very okay. Um, they don't have a veggie burger. And then at, I also had a, um, burrito bowl from Macho Burrito, whatever, right beside Macho El Toro. Nacho. So, Macho Nacho. It was oh, sustenance. Yes, yeah, it's a six Macho Nacho. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Macho um, Nacho is just like safe and fine. 
Exactly. It's there. It, it provides you sustenance. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was basically the day at, at Great Adventure, honestly. I'm so happy we didn't buy Flash Pass. We didn't need it. It would have been a huge waste of money. Um, all the other rides are pretty standard. But honestly, it was one of my favorite days at Six Flags Park. Um, we met up some locals who were really nice. Um, a lot of people recognized Burke. He ended up, we split up the most, I would say, on this park day. He ended up getting 45 rides on Toro, which is this, his second highest ride count ever on any coaster, only behind the day at Leviathan. So it was, I know. Mm-hmm. I can only ride that fucking once a year. He wrote yeah. it 44 fucking times. 45. Burks is still some brain cells. He He's not he, smarter than what he used to be. Caleb, you haven't met Burke, but Logan has. Logan's seen Burke in action. Burke oh is insane, and that is why I love him. He is one of a kind, <laughs> truly, in all the best ways possible. Yeah, Burke, I never yeah, met so, you, but I, I envy you, I think. He's a truly inspirational person. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. It was it was a blast. And so we split up lots. Parker and I did some things. Burke and I did some things. Um, uh, it was it was honestly a great day. So I really enjoyed this park. I, 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 I've heard some very mixed things, and I think there are operations that are iffy. But our experience is that Toro, Nitro, Jersey Devil, and King Dika had world-class, like I would say world-class Disney-level operations. They were running. They were like full-on running. And actually, a follower of mine who I didn't know was a follower on my coaster account was this ride-op that we kept talking to all day. And he was like, <laughs> fucking killing it he was like running doing so good we got stuck on the break run and he came out with like his vest and was talking to us and was so chill and then he ended up messaging me later and i'm like oh my fuck you're already a follower i was the guy i was one of the guys marathoning toro today um so it was just like an excellent excellent day which i know is not usual and and maybe be a bit more of a once in a blue moon for this park but um but yeah that's kind of it for uh great adventure do you guys have any questions thoughts Anything at all? Um, Logan, I know you know about El Toro and Ka, but maybe not so much about anything else. Um, anything at all you are curious about? So you don't like stand-ups is what I think I got from your story. Mm, that is correct. I don't yeah. like... Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. That's a really is bad the, stand-up. Yeah. Then my next one is, is the parachute ride still open? Because I went on the one at Disney oh. and that was fun. It is it it is standing but not operating. So last year it was running, and I think Parker said he wrote it, but okay. it is standing but not operating now. So it's there but not going. Never. Is there another probably. park in the world that has more B and M's in this place? This is the number one. This was a coaster college question, if you remember Logan from back in the day. Oh snap! I don't. I didn't even know what day classes it. started this year for school, though. So I, when it comes to college, <laughs> I don't good. do too hot. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a, when we did the Coaster College episode about B&Ms, I think it was. Okay. Um, I was like, I defined what, uh, what park in the world had the most amount of B&Ms and yeah, Great Adventure it was. There are five, I believe, is, is, and it's the, it's the record. And honestly, Medusa is actually a really good floor list, but um, it's, it's, Superman it's, Medusa's been, like one of my favorite rides there. It's really good. I would say, I would say it's like number four or five in the park for me. It's really Sweet. fantastic. It's honestly, it's my number one before I've ridden Jersey Devil. Wow, that's awesome! It's my favorite there. I don't know why. I can't tell you why because I don't love Scream at Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. That's and that's a fun like ride. that should translate, but for some reason I like Medusa. I don't know. 
don't know what it is. That's fair. Medusa has a bit more foliage and energy. Um, they don't have, they got, they just removed the fire effect though, sadly. So I didn't get to experience that. I okay. know it's gone, gone. Yeah. Medusa Did, um, fire. Sorry, did you get on the Tivoli at all? I have to ask. Uh, I did not. I did not get on the Tivoli here, but I did get on a Tivoli this trip. So I'll talk a little when we get on a future one. I missed two credits of this park. That was the Tivoli and uh, the Kitty Coaster Little Devil. That's because it's such a big park and there's so much to do. And uh, we didn't buy Flash Pass. And I I really just wanted to get as many rides on King Dika, Jersey Devil, and El Toro as possible. Okay. And then my last question, sorry to tie it up. This is just the most interesting no, yeah. park I've ever seen, aside from the ones I've been to. Is uh mm-hmm. how does Nitro compare to Behemoth? They're very different. So okay. when I when I think of B and M hypers, I think of three eras. I think of the early area <laughs> the Taylor Swift era. I think of nineteen ninety nine to two two thousand seven as like the early B and M era. And those kind of are very similar. Raging Bull, Nitro, um, Goliath of Laurent, uh, okay. that sort of thing, Silver Star. And then there's like the middle era, which is like Behemoth and that sort of thing. And then there's the new era, which is like Candemonium and that sort of thing. Whoa, I just knocked the mic. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, editing Logan. That makes sense. Um, so because they're from different eras, they're just so different. Like Behemoth does not ride the same as Nitro or Apollo's Chariot. Like it might as well be a different ride because the trains are so different. Um, I will have to say... I find the four cross seating smoother. Um, Behemoth okay. and especially Diamondback in the valleys, you do get a, a, a good shake, but you do get really good airtime. Nitro, I found very quirky. I think there was some unexpected airtime. Um, I think it was a little bit more boring, but I actually still was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, but it definitely was, I think, because I think being built in 2003 or 2002, whenever it was early 2000s. I think it's probably the first large-scale, drawn-out B&M hyper, because up until that point, they had built fairly compact ones between Apollo's Chariot, Raging Bull, that sort of thing. This is, I think, their first or one of their first super drawn-out ones, and you can definitely feel that a lot of the elements feel more drawn-out than some of the other ones, including okay. the Not oh, Fair enough. Um, Caleb, any follow-up questions? Um, I know you haven't been to this park in a while, um, and you haven't seen Jersey Devil, but, uh, yeah, anything you want to know or want to clarify or provide stories of your own? No safari? Not, not, no time. No time at all. It's still included with the park, though, isn't it? Or is that I, that I don't, anymore? that I don't know. I mean, it makes sense okay. it would, but I, I, we didn't even, it didn't even cross our minds for having only one day at the park, unfortunately. So is the survive uh, not the survive safari? Good lord, Logan, you're having issues today. <laughs> is the safari kind of like the Chocolate Town ride, where it's like a little separate thingy outside the park, but like included with mission? Or what's the deal there? It used to be just included. a line in the park. I don't know if it still is or not. They they change it a lot. Okay, like it used so to be an upcharge. When I was there, it wasn't a line in the park. You had to go, you had, it's a, it's truly a drive through thing, but Mm. Logan, it's massive. Like it's huge. It's like a drive through safari. Yeah. It's, you can, you can do, there are ones where you, there's like VIP ones where you actually go and, and pay up, up charge for it, but there's a drive through one. It's massive. It's huge. It makes Six Flags Great Adventure the biggest park by area in the world with the safari. It's 
absolutely massive. And I'd love to do it sometime um, because, yeah, it's huge. So when I was there, the drive through and all the other entrances were like separate, like you go out separately. But I did see where the entrance to Safari maybe was at one point near Medusa in the back. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, that would make for yeah, good content not- if you put us all in a car. Right, and have the giraffes come. That'd be hilarious. When it was like a guided, narrated thing, um, if you got like a good team member, I liked it better than Kilimanjaro safaris. Wow! Just because it wasn't as formal, it was like it was like Six Flags kind of. That'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was a and like you get a good personality with it, and he was really cool. Nice. That would be good. That would be perfect. So. Um, yeah, I don't know if they were operating the narrated one when I was there, just because it was the end of the season, maybe. But uh, it def- the drive-through was definitely going, and uh, you can have a great view of it from El Toro because it takes that turnaround, and you see perfectly the top of the loop from Great American Scream Machine. So, um, mm. so yeah, sweet. I that, take it we're a- to the next place then. I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, the next one, the next park, Coaster Bros favorite number one. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I you're going to Nickelodeon Universe, right? That is correct. When I saw that you had any type of fun there, I was jealous. <laughs> I know. Look, this was the worst park I've ever been to. I went to it in like the off season in the spring, and two fucking coasters of the five were open. Half of it felt abandoned. The only life they had in the park was like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out and did dance parties every thirty minutes. <laughs> I had a terrible time, so let's hear. Let's hear how you had it. What, what happened? And I have a qu- question for Logan. Did you watch my story slash? Do you know anything about Nickelodeon Universe? Because you and I grew up with an indoor park. This is the next biggest thing. Um, what are your thoughts? We've talked about this park. We've heard Caleb talk about it. Um, what 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 did you expect me to bring in? What do you hope from this park? Just I want to hear your overall thoughts on on the new the newest Triple Five Edition. Yeah, so this was the one I was tuned in by far the most for across all three of your guys' Instagram stories, Burke, you, and Parker. I was expecting you to kind of come in pretty excited to try it out because it's truly, like, okay, you get the kind of warehouse idea, but you have a lot of lights in the one section across from, like, the roller coasters and stuff, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's not as themed as Mall of America, but what I think it makes up for is kind of the thrill rides that Galaxy Land had. So I think kind of combined the two with more shifting kind of towards the other one in the state. So it seemed really interesting from what Caleb was saying earlier in the summer and the bad operations. I was a little worried for you guys. But then by the end of it, it looked like you had a way better day here than you probably were expecting. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly it. Um, and uh, Logan, you're unfortunately cutting us short, right? I just wanted to, wanted to say that before the, you disappear and the listeners uh, don't wonder where you are. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to like hop out right in the middle of the park here. I was hoping for a little smoother transition. Maybe editing Logan can figure something out. But uh, yeah, back to the whole like I need money thing since coming back out east. I can't really choose my hours right now since I'm working my way up the ladder. I got a competitive swim team. I've never competitively swam before. So I got to head over to the pool and go coach them right away here. So I'm sorry I got to dip out early. I'm excited to hear the rest of this as a listener, and I hope you guys have a fun last little bit recording. It was great to hop on for at least an hour. It's great to have you. Great to have all three of us again. Hey, go get that bag, son. I am going to go attempt to get that bag and then hopefully a raise because I'm finding out I'm being paid a lot less than my fellow coworkers. So we're going to go get that coin. 
Yeah. <laughs> my loonies and toonies. You know your worth, bro. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Can he just dip out like that without... Oh. I think so. I'm assuming his audio would save. It just says off. He just says he's offline, so... I hope it saves. If not, it's going to be really... <laughs> Could you imagine? He'll have to, like, add his own... I'm pretty sure we've had someone do this before, and it's fine, so... Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Anyways. Um, so, yes. Context here. We went on a Saturday on the Labor Day weekend. It was beautiful okay. weather in the New York area. So nice. our thought was we bought the tickets and we said, if we need the fast pass, because they do have a skip the line system, we'll buy it. But we oh. really don't want to because the, the park is already 80 bucks, like a USD. Yeah, so we didn't want to buy it. <laughs> and so we were we were we were thinking the park would go one of two ways. Either it'd be slammed with people who wanted like a weekend trip or it'd be dead with people who wanted to be outside for this beautiful Labor Day weekend. Thankfully, it was option two. It was absolutely, okay, I wouldn't say dead, but it was bumping enough that the park felt alive and they had every ride open, but it was dead enough that everything was a walk-on. So this feels like a park that you want to hit when it's quote-unquote busy times. Exactly. A Saturday in the summer. Okay. So it was, it was very, we were, we were very, it was, we were very unsure of how this was going to go. We, I love the vibe walking in and you know, actually my biggest surprise is there was more natural light than I was expecting from, for some reason from other people's vlogs, I thought the natural light only came from where Sandy's is in the very back corner, but it, right when you walk in, there's a lot of natural light. There's all those windows at the top. So I thought it was a very bright park, a lot brighter than I was expecting. Um, I I went on a very cloudy day. Oh, so it was very okay. Dark. <laughs> it was beautiful and sunny when we went, and so the park was just alive and felt so lovely. Um, I will say That's the staff good. were the staff were like compared to Great Adventure, they, they were just there. They were doing their thing. They weren't having fun. They were they weren't bad, and they and they weren't slow. They just were not. They were just there doing their thing. Um, the Shell Razor crew was actually quite fun. They were the only ones, I think, having kind of sort of fun with it. But, like, whenever we'd, like, go see, like, the Sandys crew or, like, people, like, another, again, they'd be like, hey, thanks so much. they just, like, look at you just, like, with absolutely no interest of any kind. Um, New York is a mindset. Yeah. Exactly. technically in New York, but it's New York. You can see it. It's right there. Yeah, yeah it's right there. Um, so... Sandy's, oh my god, and I am so sad you didn't get to ride it because it is truly amazing. It's definitely shakier in the back, but the front two cars, oh my god, it is an absolute, that backwards launch. Oh, Caleb, you really got to get back there. And I know, I know you said you didn't want to, but like, if you can, if you're in the, it's so (laughs) good though. It's so good. Okay. I know. I would go back for paper ride and, and try to get my last credits potentially. But then again, it's the, the the entertainment capital of the world is right across the state line there. I always said that I would like to do a winter trip, like a long weekend or something, where it's like a day or two at the, the mall or even one day where it's park and water park and then take an Uber to New York or whatever and fly to Newark so yeah. it's right there. Um, but I really enjoyed this place. Um Sandy's was amazing. I ended up getting a rollback on Sandy's with my, and, and an evac, which is my first ever rollback, which was really fun. That it was, was on a solo, ride, Zen, was a solo Zen ride by myself. Parker was getting footage and Burke was riding the um, inverting 
disc ride or whatever. That thing is insane. It's like my favorite new flat ride. And so that was really fun. And honestly, besides that, Sandy's opened a little late. It opened like half an hour late. And it was down uh-huh. for that like five, ten minutes after I did it. Besides that, it was open our entire day, which was so nice. lucky. I'm so thankful for him. Yeah. Shell Razor, I wanted to like it. Like I wanted it to be bearable. It has a punchy launch, a great drop, some really fun inversions. I the Istra is so like it is like it's like rougher than in your average Gerslauer Eurofighter. It is rough. Yeah, there's it's like, like they fucked something up with the engineering on that rough. Like it was exactly. It's yeah. bad. Like I like do like is there any way they can put infinity trains on this or something? Like it's just like it's so bad. I think it's down to the core of the supports and like something with the floor because it's not the ground. I, I don't know. It's 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 messed up though. And it's and it you're right. Be a good maybe, ride. They they did take a carbon copy from from Fuji Q. So like it, it was built for a different terrain, a different climate, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I really want. I did two rides on it. I wish I kind of got a back row ride. Burke said the back row was a little bit smoother, but it was uh, yeah. it was bad. Um, yeah. But the other ones, other rides are good. Shredder was Shredder was decent. Nickelodeon Slime Streak, Slime Streak was built for children, so it was very tight. Um, and the that half pipe was was a good time. So that was great. We did the SNS Drop Tower and that amazing inverted flat ride. They had one they have at Waldemere too. It was it's my new favorite flat ride. It's so good. Um, yeah. and yeah, we split up a lot during this park. We did because it's so, it's so small. We had our own thing. Um, yeah. but in staff, like I said, we're pretty even, we're pretty average theming. I, you know what I thought they had fun signs, great painted coasters. It was pretty classic Nickelodeon. Um, photo ops are fun and too. I, sorry, like the blues clues thinking chair, like the photo ops. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. I yeah. The, like I that. like the blues clues. So I think yeah. they did a good job there, and I love that you have a mall of food options. That was so good. The amount of food options, like there is a whole falafel place that had vegan meat. There was like pasta, veggie burgers. There was like so many things I could have. Mm-hmm. I just love the, and you could have a sit down meal, which was like, which is just nice on a coaster trip to just sit down and have a meal. Yeah. Um, I love that. We went to the Oreo Cafe. There's a vegan ice cream shop. It was just, it was really good. So I was pleasantly surprised by this place. I want to come back. We left that park feeling so good, like just so happy and had such a good day um, and really, really like impressed with it. So I want to hear your thoughts. I am just glad that there is life in that park that exists because my visit was sad and just, I just wish I would have been anywhere else. Um, I would have rather gone to a rainy Knobles on opening weekend, which was my other option. Park <laughs> and get dumped on. Um, yeah, I think I think they should consider seasonality with their park, with how badly it um, operated during my visit. But it sounds like they've at least gotten stuff together for the summer, which is I'm happy to hear. Because consistency is important. Like I like that's the one thing we're raising. I don't like Canada's Wonderland. It's like one day the ops are amazing, one day they're not. And I and I and I would be devastated if I went back to that park and had an experience like yours. So yeah. I think consistency is important. So I I'm hoping that that feedback is good because personally I think the winter is the high season or would be the high season for this. Yeah. Um, but 
like don't open on a Monday or Tuesday if you can't get staffed, this sort of thing. Like don't you don't need to open every single day of the week, all day, every day. Like get your rides open, close down a couple of days so your maintenance can not be chasing breaking down rides and, and fix the broken ones. Like, yeah. Yeah. But uh like if I were to go back and I, I am glad you had a good experience, but like I would revisit Coney Island before I'd go there. I'd I would want to visit Adventureland for the first time. Mm. I would want to go to Rye Playland before I go back. Like it's just low on my list. I'd rather go see a Broadway show. I'd rather yeah. go get a bagel. Like there's just so much <laughs> that I would just rather do. And uh, but I'm glad you had fun. And I'm glad Thank that it, it, I'm glad that there are good days. And I do want to go back to New York because it's been like 13 years since I've been. So I, I want to experience it as well. But for just a pure coaster day, pure what what this trip was for, it was great. It was so good. Loved American Dream. Um, yeah. So it was great. Good. And you went we, to uh, two other parks that I've never been to. Oh, sorry. Did you have anything to wrap up with? Uh, the no, new? no. Because we left at three three o'clock to make it to our next park. One of the ones you've never been to. Um, we went to Lake Compounds in Connecticut. So we crossed the George Washington Bridge. I'd never driven in Manhattan before, which was really fun. Drove Manhattan, went to Bronx, and then went up towards to, to Connecticut. It was just absolutely beautiful. You're feeling good because, like, you know, we had a good meal and had a good ride. We'd had an amazing trip so far. I know I didn't mention it earlier, but the day we did Hershey Park was the Thursday leading up to Labor Day. And it was so dead. Like, it was... The only other deadest day I've seen it is on the Tuesday before Labor Day in 2020 when it was that dead. But this yeah. was the Thursday before Labor Day and it was like so dead. And so we had had amazing experiences. We knew this would 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 kind of go away as we get into the weekend, of course. Right. Um, but we were wondering about Lake Compound. Saturday night, small park, three credits, like not that, not that much. Yeah. Um, sorry, I guess I should clarify four credits. Wildcat is down. Right. For the remainder of the season. Um, so there's three credits to get. Very small, very, yeah. very small park. Um, so beautiful drive there. We arrived at, um, so at Lake Compounds, it closed at 8. And we arrived, I would say, about 5, 5.15. So not yeah. that much time. But we were like, you know, we had some time. We bought the Quick Pass because we just wanted to get it done, like get it over with. Um, it was a, it's a palace park. And I was just kind of worried. It was like, eh, it's Kenny, like Kenny would. Let's just buy this passes. It was only 30 bucks us. So might as well, or That's sorry, so 40 bucks us. So we're like, if we have less than three hours. We're, if we're making the trip, we're going to do it. And yeah. I'm actually very glad we did because like, holy shit, those lines and those ops. I mean, phobia fear coaster was a walk on the other ones. Whoo, we're not, not good. So boomerang, was awful, was bad. The operations were horrible. There was a 40-minute line for it, and they did not. This is the first where we saw our first, like, truly awful operations, and this was at the Boomerang at Lake Compounds. Yeah. Um, then we went to Phobia Fear Coaster, and bad-ish operations, but um, not too bad, and there wasn't much of a line. That thing is great. No comfort callers. Fantastic time. Yeah. Um, then we did Ghost Hunt, which is their shooting dark ride, which may be one of my new favorite shooting dark rides of all time. It's so, so good. Every time you shoot something, something happens. Yeah. It's really good and it's long. Um, but this is where we started to get like, this is the first like attitude we've experienced in ride ops. We'll experience more where like I'm showing them, like we all bought our individual fast pass, you know, like it's similar to the Six Flags system. And the ride op was literally looked at me. He's like, you know, you can buy these all together, right? And we're, I'm like, yeah. 
He's like, well, why don't, why didn't you buy them all together? It's easier for us. And I'm like, because we're not, we paid separately. <laughs> He's like, oh, and I'm just like, well, fuck, like, why we're not, we're not a thruple. We're not, we don't share bank accounts here. Like we're all, we're all going to buy these individually. So yeah, um, that was just a weird God. experience getting onto ghost hunt. And then we went to Boulder Dash. The CCI, I don't even want to hear you talk about it. I'm so the, sad. The CCI with the first bit of it Titan track and the next bit of it original track. Oh my god. This, this thing. is a bucket list coaster for me still. And I oh, and the executive the executive producer messaged me on my coaster account and said she was sad that she heard this as well. Oh. This thing was unbearable. I like rough. I don't yeah. mind it. I like I like a good jank. I actually prefer my wooden coasters not to be too smooth. I like a little bit of jank, but there comes right. a point where my back and my spine needs to be taken into account. I got two rides on this thing. That Titan track is so smooth and does nothing. It's so boring. Yeah. And then you transition to the original track, and oh my god, it's unbearable. It is truly. I was, it's like mind buster, if not worse, unbearable. I, I think it was, it's rougher than Wild Beast at Canada's Wonderland. I was so disappointed. I got put in such a bad mood because I love CCIs. I love Tremors. I love all of them. But I realized every single CCI I've ridden, Legend, Raven, um, Tremors, Tremor, Timber Terror, have all had so much TLC put into it. They've yeah. all been fully retracked. Um, Holiday World does a per- amazing job at Silverwood. RMC, how they got their start was retracking Tremors and Timber Terror. Like not with their, like not with their RMC track, like, but like with Topper track, with actual yeah. like new stuff. And it, they take such good care of it because CCI coasters, they're 20, 25 years old. They yeah. don't last the stand the test time. You need to put work into them, especially ones that are more high intensity, like Boulder Dashes. And oh my God. This was the first CCI coaster I said I would never ride again, ever, never, ever, ever, unless they, unless RMC or Gravity Group or CC or or GCI come and retrack it, because yeah, I've loved every CCI I've ever ridden, but that's the difference. I love Ghost Rider, but full rebuild, retrack, everything like that. I couldn't even stand it. They were running one train on this fucking coaster. It took. So long. The regular wait was over an hour. I'm so glad we did the fast pass because you just walked yeah. right on. But like it's over an hour. One train. That's a long ass coaster. If you don't remember, no. Amazing use of the terrain. The beautiful lift hill in the woods. Beautiful area. The the well, the way back along the along the lake is incredible, but awful. I was in the worst mood. I came out of the park. I was hungry. The only thing vegan was that potato patch fries, which I've talked about this park mm. before at Kennywood, where I was like, it's the only thing vegan at Kennywood, which is the plain fries. And I don't know what the hell we got, but we got a soggy ass, like so bad. Me and Parker were eating these fries. We're like, these are disgusting. Like we had to go grab a ton of salt and they were so bad. I'm like, Burke was marathoning Boulder Dash because he loves the pain. <laughs> Parker wanted to get footage and other rides on things. And I'm like, you know what? I know myself too well. I'm going to leave. I was like, I'm going to leave. This park is very easy to pick you guys up at. It was at this point, it was maybe 7, 7.30. I think it was like 7.15. I'm going to go. I'm going to get good food. It's quite far out of Hartford, unfortunately. So I would love to have gone to a more local place. But Mm -hmm. I went to Noodles and Company, which is just like a build your own pasta place. And they had vegan impossible chicken. And I just sat Mm -hmm. and like watched YouTube videos in the car in the quiet I'm stretched my back out and ate and I just like my mood changed fully 
And that's one thing I loved about this trip is like, we did that so many times where like, that's why we split up. I checked in with myself. I did not want to make their night bad because of my bad mood. Like when they got, when I picked them back up, they're like, are you okay? Everything's good. I'm like, I'm fine. I just don't want to ruin your night. Like, I'm so glad, glad, um, Parker was medium on Boulder Dash and Burke loved it. I was like, I, if I had stayed, I would have been miserable, like not eating food, only being able to ride phobia fear coaster. Like, like Mm -hmm. no. So yeah, it's a park. I'm not rushing back to if I ever go back to it, to be very honest, I don't think I will. Um, it's not my favorite. It reminded me of a mini Kennywood. I think there was it, their facades of their buildings, similar to Kennywood have gotten a refresh. It does look very good, but their staff are just not it. Um, the rides are really rough. I've heard Wildcat at Lake Compounds. My friend Thomas, who I saw at the, the next day on this trip, said Wildcat is the roughest coaster he's ever ridden in his entire life. So, so that's say. getting that's what he's getting. That that part, I think it's getting Titan Track too. So I, I'm uh, it's actually just recently, like I saw some posts on LinkedIn today. Gravity Group is doing it now. Oh, okay. So that might be. Oops, I knocked the mic. Like, that might be news. better. Yeah, I'm. I would love that. I would. Lo- I would. I would be down for that. To be honest. Um. Because was it going to be GCI? I thought it would. I think the rumor was more Titan Track because that's what they did on Boulder Dash, and it, it was yeah. awful. They ruined I think the they drop. Realized, yeah, I, I think that parks are starting to realize like that sets up your brain funny when you start the ride with Titan Track, and then you go into rough. Like I think it ex- makes the rough feel rougher. It does. It does I, I would one hundred percent agree. Yeah, I would one hundred percent agree. I don't know. Yeah. Um. That's frustrating because I don't think they should have been fucking with Boulder Dash like that. I think they should just have realized what they had, replace the wood, take care of the wood, and just invest the money. That's your that's the most important thing at that park. And it's frustrating to hear that they're fucking Exactly. Because it it's a good layout. Um it's obviously not my favorite because literally it's just up hill, 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 hill over and over and over and again. So yeah. obviously not my favorite. That's why I don't like Timber Tear as much as Tremors at Silverwood, but Yeah. I, that was the biggest disappointment of the trip for me. I'm still really sad about it, but I'm so glad that I was like, I literally went to this pasta place. They got vegan impossible chicken, a big pasta, a baguette, an iced tea. And I just like sat and I was just like, I feel better. Like I feel cleansed um, for the next two days, which ended up, this was the only low of the entire trip for me. Every other day was amazing. Um, so yeah. Um, do you have any more questions, comments about late compounds at all? I'm just sad. It was very sad. Because that's one of the few parks left in America I need to get to. And it's like, oh, maybe I prioritize some other things first. <laughs> now, I do have to say that, and I was talking to Lisa Parker, I think you'll like it. Because it has yeah. the Americana that you like. It has the nostalgia. It is right up against that mountain. It is beautiful. I think yeah. Ghost Hunt is an elite um, uh, an elite uh, dark ride. Their yeah. log ride and, and, their, and their river raft ride looked amazing. But the lines were, were super long for it. So there is potential in this park, and I think you'll like it because there's that nostalgia. It does look pretty, but it is very small, and it is very poorly run, and I just there's nothing for me bringing it back. So I wouldn't say don't avoid it, but I I, I think I think go go in expecting that, and and I'm hoping that you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's probably the worst park in the chain, and it's the last of the chain I need to get to. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And I love all their parks. Wait, isn't isn't uh, Mount Olympus owned by this same? Oh no, group? no, no, no. Mm-mm. They're no, not owned no. by the same company. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Oh, 
No. Why did I think? Uh, it's, it's, you got Adventureland, Kennywood, Idlewild, Dutch Wonderland, and Lake Compounds. Lake Compounds, and I think they have like oh. some like smaller facilities and maybe some water. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was Lake Compounds, and then we drove to our hotel by the Hartford Airport, which was the nicest hotel of them all. Um, major key: if you're on a coaster trip. See if there's a room with a, a a bathroom with a shower and then a bathroom with a toilet because then two people can get ready at the same time. Oh, it was the best. It was so good. So the next day was Six Flags New England, which we were anticipating to be the busiest day of the trip. This is Sunday of, of uh, Labor Day weekend, and we were absolutely correct. So we invested in Flash Pass, uh, the Platinum Flash Pass to be on it, to be specific. And if we hadn't, Holy shit, this would have been a terrible day um, yeah. because this was by far the worst operated park by a long shot and by far the busiest. And not only that, the hottest. This day, I was <laughs> melting on the pavement. This was like a this was like Florida level heat. It was so hot. Oh, no. um, so coasters overall, Superman the Ride. Okay. Really like this ride. Really, really like this ride. And maybe I should ask Caleb, what are what what's your initial thoughts or what's your what's your expectation of um of New England? What do you think you'd yeah. like? What do you think I'd like? Like what, what's your kind of overall thoughts I've on it not been. having been? Yeah. I've never been. So uh another one two punch, supposedly one of the best in the country. Superman used to be the ride. Mm-hmm. Like the ride. And then enthusiasts have kind of kind of slowed down with that with the introduction of rmc i think that would be that might be one of the best coasters left in america i haven't ridden that i think Mm -hmm. could be like top tier um and the rmc i hear mixed reviews i kind of think it's right in the middle as far as rmc Mm -hmm. goes and that's my guess and then the rest of it kind of seems like filler (laughs) that's kind of what i see um so Superman the Ride is very good. Um, I would have loved to have ride that ride with T-Bars because holy shit, that airtime and that layout is wild. Um, yeah. I like it, it, it. I said to Parker, it feels like a janky Millennium Force. Like it's, it has that weird sideways. I don't know why it was designed so weirdly, but yeah, there is like that, that jank, especially in the spaghetti bowl. Um, there is that amazing hill going into the, the Superman ring tunnel. Um, the, the restraints, I, I very much agree with El Toro Ryan's most recent problematic video on it. It's the bars that hold, there, there's these, there's these the side, um, knee right? guards on the side, and there's these little rings that hold them in place, and that's really what digs in, into your knee. And you oh. can't bring your knees close together because the new restraints hydraulic system is right in the middle of your, of your legs. So it's like a oh. very tough, it's very tough to maneuver that ride um, unless you have very small legs where you don't come in contact with a certain part of that restraint or that train. So it's a very interesting um, restraint. I wrote it, we wrote it four or five times. And I, and I, I do have to say there was some pain involved, but it was just excellent. And, and, and maybe yeah. if I had written it, you know, maybe as much as um, Wildcats Revenge, I would like it as much. But for me, I found it rewritable. I found it comfortable. Um, I really like this ride. Um, a funny story on this. We waited for last ride of the night on it because we're like, ah, fuck it. We're here. Why not? Yeah. We, we go last ride of the night we night because we, we we only done the flash pass before. Mm-hmm. We go into the station. We wait, wait, wait. They do second ride of the night. This sounds good. We're about to get last ride of the night. 
ride e-stops, r- oh. r- um, ride up e-stops for a trespass, a, a suspected trespasser in the danger zone. And we're oh. like, but thankfully it was only like 8.15 at this point. Like it wasn't like by the night that most people filter out, but still we were like, fuck, like, what does this mean? Like, are they, it's night and everything like that. So finally, after a 20 minute closure, they reopened it just for our ride. And it was like amazing at night that I love. I kind of love there's no cable lift hill because there's not like you can see that beautiful view of the river and the park. Um, But yeah, this ride, I really enjoyed it. I really like the different elements. I like that there's not like repetitive airtime. Again, there's there's a couple of hills back to back, but mostly I love there's like a crazy ejector moment and then a great swoop and a good positive G moment. Um, I love the variedness. I love the tunnels. It's just it has great interaction with the path. I love that you can see it from any part of the park. And I love when you walk up. So for anyone who doesn't know Six Flags New England's parking lot is across the road from the park. (laughs) <laughs> when you walk up the stairs, all you see is Superman, like, in the back. And so it's, like, a really good welcome to the park. Mm. Um, the next punch on this was Wicked Cyclone. So I'd also heard the same thing, more of a medium RMC. But for me, it's yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, it is one yeah. of my favorites. It is so re-rideable. It's not even funny. It is so comfortable. It is intense, but not crazy. But I, what I like about it is it reminds me about Untamed. Is near the end, it does lose a little bit of speed. But then yeah. you get um, that amazing hang time on the on the zero G rolls. And and Untamed is very similar. That last zero G roll is all about um, hang time. So yeah. I loved it. Amazing first drop. I love there's not repetitive airtime. I love the turns. All the inversions were great. I rode. The, I could ride that thing all day. Um, had the by far the best operations in the park. Funniest ride ops. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, this was the. This was such. This was such a highlight for me. Um, night rides on it are amazing. I like the light Six Flags theming about like a storm, a hurricane, or whatever. Um, but I really enjoyed this ride. I think it's very underrated. To be fair, we rode it on a hot summer day with full trains. I have heard if it's like a cooler day, um, it can run a lot slower. But for uh-huh. me, I thought it was just perfect. Very much my style ride. It might be my top three favorite RMCs um, for that reason. I like the perfect amount of airtime on it. So underrated. I um, love that. That's good. I, I I love when you love an RMC. Thank you. I know it's nice. And I do. Like, I love Lightning Rod. Like, I when I love it, I really love an RMC. Like, I really, really do. Yeah. Um, like 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 the single rails and and wicked cyclone and iron rattler that sort of thing um so i really really do i think they i think they can do good um i just hate the repetitive shit like i hate the twisted timbers yeah. i hate the ending on steel vengeance i mean we've this is a broken record at this point so <laughs> they're bad um <laughs> but yeah for the rest of the lineup for filler i would say hilariously my third favorite ride in the park is the fucking yeah. slc no, those yeah, restraints those restraints, Caleb, they make what, what, that ride so fun. What I mean, what restraints are they? They're the new. They're they're new, and they're like they're like the new Vacoma vest they have on the new Vacoma coasters in in yeah. um, in Europe. Oh my god, I had a blast! I had an absolute blast on that coaster. It was so fun. It was still a little bit janky, like just a little bit. But I've I've ridden this. Um, I've ridden SLCs with the new restraints with a uh, Condor has that and it was shaky and crappy and I didn't like it. But for yeah. some reason, I don't know what they did on this. I don't know if they re-engineered the trains or whatever, but it was so fun. The paint job is beautiful. This was my third favorite coaster in the park. I absolutely loved it. 
I don't believe you, and I think all SLCs are garbage, and okay. you're lying. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. All right. We'll move on. Yeah. I don't believe mm-hmm. you. Okay. Um, and the only other coaster I think I really want to talk about that's like of note is the um, uh, the floorless coaster, ba- the Batman um, ride. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. the, the unique little floorless coaster. It's an Everyone interesting forgets ride. About that. I always do. Yeah. Always. And um, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, it's okay. Like after riding Medusa and having ridden Dominator a couple of years ago, like I have such a standard for fullless coasters that I really like. And this one was like this one is a very similar layout to Firebird at, at Six Flags America. Like it's kind of like a standout lay stand, sorry, stand up layout. Very mm-hmm. small, very compact. You know, the track going through the loop. It's like doesn't it has the interlocking corkscrews. Like it's like a very small version of Rougarou. So it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing else. Um, it's it's that side of the park for me is not my favorite. The Gotham City area. It's very concrete and very hot. I prefer the the front area and the um and the back area by the river because it's much prettier and much more well themed. Yeah. Um, which is a perfect segue into theming. This is top tier elite Six Flags theming. That really? entrance is it is so beautiful. Again, I'm ignoring the Gotham City section for just a moment. Um, the entrance is that colonial style, beautiful. You go left and it's like the old west. They have the crack axle canyon similar to um, Fiesta Texas, which is fantastic. And then the best, um, well, it's not really the best. It's like um, the, uh, I guess it's not really the, it's not, it's not really the Gotham area. It's like by Superman. It uh-huh. feels like Islands of Adventure, which I really like. But I think, I think actually my favorite theming is crack axle canyon. Now that I, now that I actually sit down and think about it, but yeah. I really enjoyed the theming at this park. I thought the buildings were beautiful. I thought the, um, uh, I thought they did a really good job on that. It reminded me so much of uh, of Fiesta Texas in that way. Um, so yeah, I really really enjoyed this park. We did the New England Skyflyer, the four hundred one of the four hundred foot ones, which is just incredible, absolutely amazing, truly spectacular. Um, this uh, this park is also where we realized how much Parker hates spiders because the Wicked Cyclone Station has a lot of spiders and a lot of spider webs and like especially at night when you come on YouTube the spider like catching a few things in the web and it was actually very funny so I think Parker's vlog will come up about it we were bugging him um, but yeah besides that watch. we kept having a we kept having a curse this day we'd walk up to coasters and they would like close. They'd be fucking closed. Like we walked up to Pandemonium, closed. We walked up to Flashback, closed. Joker, closed. Like Riddler, closed. So like we had the curse this day. So it took us a long time to get the credits, even with Platinum Flash Pass. Um, but also, what was terrible was the operations. Like Thunder, the Thunderbolt operations. I said a little bit about this on my story, but truly, the first time I've seen unsafe, unprofessional operations. Like truly. I am shocked that that was allowed and that, that, like, that, that, uh, what I saw would happen. Like, um, mm-hmm. they, the operators were like drinking Slurpees and like checking restraints with one hand. They were gossiping with like off duty coworkers and giving the all clear signal while like looking at them. Like, like they would say, like, the all right up on the booth would say visual scan and they would just like look, throw their, throw their thumb up and say, yep, all good to go and just be yeah. swearing. Like, we'd, where, where the fast lane line came up. They were talking to off-duty people, and they'd be like, fuck this supervisor. What the fuck are they doing? And the other people, off-duty people, like, fuck you. And then the off-duty write-ups would come in and cross the station, like cross the empty write-up without saying, like, cross or anything like that. They wouldn't do that. It was unprofessional, unsafe. I have never experienced anything like that. That Thunderbolt experience was 
awful. And they were only letting two people in the flash pass lane at a time. So it took forever. And they were running one train and the, and the regular line was the longest in the park. It was 75 minutes. And those ride ops couldn't give a fuck. They were talking about going to party later that night with all the other ride ops getting fucked up. They were, I just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe what we were seeing. It was truly uh. one of the most, like the only, one of the few things that I've ever seen in a theme park that did not sit well with me at all. So if you're at all involved with Six Flags New England, please, dear God, fix that. Like you need to do something about that. Your staff at all rides, except for Wake and Cycle, uh-huh. you're amazing. But especially at Thunderbolt. So that's what was really sad. It really hampered a classic wooden coaster experience for me. Yeah. I was going to say, is Thunderbolt fine? Is it? It's it's kind of boring, to be honest. It's, it reminded yeah. me of like a cute classic Woody. I love the history of it. Love the sign. It's fine. It's a one and done. Um, I think with a with a, a quicker line, I'd like to ride it again. But um, one train and yeah, but it's nice. It's it's smooth and has its fun bits. Not as fun as the classic wooden coaster I'm going to talk about next. But before we move on to that, do you have any final questions about New England? I know you've never been here, um, but do you have any questions, concerns, any anything you want to see, or maybe what you're expecting at this park? Uh, it's about what I expected. It, it kind of feels Can- like. Mid tier, six flags, there's two good rides, and um, you know, there's a chance that one of the staff members is uh, pretty bad, <laughs> yep, <laughs> or a crew, yep. mm-hmm. so uh, that kind of fit everything that I thought it would be. <laughs> cool, yep. You know what? I really like this place, I it does have that nostalgia, it does feel like it was a small park before Six Flags bought it, and they have kept up a lot of the areas in really good condition. I'm really sad there's their Houdini, this the, the Madhouse ride was closed for oh, yeah. they're setting up for freight, they're setting up for freight fest. But I would come back to this park in a heartbeat. Um, even though the ops were bad, I just really like the feel of it, and um, yeah, so I had a really good experience for my first time. Um, Burke got a 300th coaster on Superman, which was fantastic. And that last ride of the night was kind of special and Wicked Cyclone was great. So um, moving on, I guess, to the last park of the trip, which we're very sad about, which was kind of a surprise, spontaneous one, was Great Escape. Six Flags Great Escape in the Adirondacks. What do you know about this park? What do you what what are you thinking? It's very far and out of the way for you. No, this is um this is a park I really want to get to because I know it's a Six Flags park. I know it's in a beautiful location. I know it has that storybook charm that you get with a lot of parks in that region. And I know they've just put fucking thrill rides in there in a park that doesn't really need it because Six Flags, Six Flags, and that annoys me. But I know the vibe is still going to be nice. And then the the thrill rides they're trying to do, they they probably kind of suck. So, like, coaster enthusiasts don't go there um, unless, you know, it's the last day for an operating coaster that they all of a sudden pretend to care about, which I think might've been the case. Um, but it looks like a charming park and it looks like it honestly could be one of my favorite Six Flags parks. <laughs> I was going to say, I think you'll love this park. Yeah. I think you I will. Think it would. reminds me of, it reminds me of trips drill in, in Germany a lot. The small park um, vibe, weird ass layout built on a mountain, like really weird, like things, but that storybook element, um, there's like a tunnel. There's like a separate little tunnels to get to like different areas that aren't well mapped. There's the little houses they have. It reminded me a lot of Trips Drill, but the Adirondacks are just beautiful. So if you just, just for context, this is the very south end of the Adirondacks. You're not quite in the heart of them yet, but you're still surrounded by just absolute beautiful scenery. Um, 
I don't know what to expect going to this park either. I really just go, went because we're sort of on the way back to Toronto. It's not that far off I-90 to head back to Buffalo from uh, from where we were staying at uh, New England. Um, yeah. And, of course, it was the last operating day of Alpine Bob, um, which is what I, which is why we really wanted to go. Like, I'd never ridden an intimate bobsled. There's so few left um, in North America. Is that why you planned this trip? Like, was it just like, hey, let's just, this is now a good time to just go ahead and grab that credit and let's do a little loop? Or, like, how did that go? This, so do you mean this trip overall or this specifically the yeah, stop just, at Great Escape? Just overall the trip even. It kind of felt like this might have been the, I don't know, the icing on the cake, the reason you might have booked it. It was actually the opposite. This trip was booked and the and the Bob's, and Great Escape was a last minute addition. So this oh, was cool. truly to go... This was this was this has come about because me and Burke had been talking about going on to on a park trip for years, and yeah. the main goal was um, uh, Toro. That was the main goal was Great Adventure. He's right. been there. He loves Toro. I think it's his third favorite coaster. I'd never been. I wanted to go. So we were thinking, how do we build a park trip? Wildcats Revenge open. We're like, okay, perfect. We're going Hershey as well. We got to go. So we knew we were going Hershey and Great Adventure, but then we were thinking, do we go south? Do we go to Kings Dominion and Busch Gardens Williamsburg? I've been to both those parks, but Burke hasn't been to Williamsburg. So we're like, well, it's kind of, and it's also Williamsburg is far from Toronto. Like you're going farther out. But then Burke suggested, he's like, well, why don't we go the other way to parks? Neither of us have been, none of us have been to. And he first suggested New England. I was like, that is a fucking good idea because New England's only an eight hour drive from here. It's like not that far and it's on one road. And yep. so this is when we started adding like NICU compounds, that sort of thing. And Sense. only a couple of weeks before we were like, I'm like, listen, it's going to be a big day. It's going to be a long day. But if we're willing to do it, we should stop at Great Escape because how, when are we going to be in this area? Yep. We're going to be driving pretty close to it. We're going to get back to Toronto late. But if we're going to do it, we're, let's do it. And, and, and they're like, that sounds good. And then Alpine Bob announced closing on the day we're already driving through. We're like, That's amazing. fuck it. Perfect. Great. <laughs> didn't didn't cost us anything because they don't have that flash pass system. It's like a different set. You have to you buy individual exit passes there. Love it. So um didn't cost us anything, was included in our gold passes. So yeah. it was just like a very, very low um um uh, risk thing. Yeah. And the only thing that was gonna be on it is that ride does not open the rain. Even if there's like yeah. a sprinkle, that ride doesn't open. But thankfully we checked the weather and it was it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. The whole trip was beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky. Every day was sunny and hot. So we went, we knew we also knew there is an ace event happening for the last uh, ride. And, I'm so and, sorry. And um there were those enthusiasts. You know the enthusiasts yep. we always talk about on this podcast. They were all there, and we met some interesting ones. There are some funny – I think on an off-topic episode, I don't want to obviously do it on here because I think that's kind of mean and rude. But on our off-topic episodes with a patron, I want to tell the stories of, like, some – maybe I'll even bring Parker and Burke on for that and just be, like, some of those stupid shit we heard and, like, the people that try to, like – always try to, like, one-up us. Like, they're always, like, like, oh, I've done this right. I've done this right. And I'm just like, wow. Good for you. Anyways. Anyways. I bet you count power coasters too, Acer. Yeah, who the fuck does that? Who would do that? I had a guy. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll tell one story. Speaking, of, you said that we we're talking about powered coasters, and I said I count them, and some of them say they don't count them, and I was like, ha yeah, but we can all agree on mountain coasters. And the guy's like, no, I don't count mountain coasters; they're not credits. And I'm like, oh, okay, I count them. He's like, well, you're wrong. And I'm just like, 
A mountain coaster is literally the first coaster. It, in Spanish, it literally means Russian mountain. The first ever coasters were literally sliding down a mountain. How the fuck don't you count those? Is it because there's no uphill coasting? Is that? No, he just doesn't believe they're, they're, they're purpose-built roller coasters. He, believe, he believes they're ski um, uh, attractions. Interesting. I'm like, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> park. The park. So, the park. this park. We walk in. Alpine Bob is closed. <laughs> it's not. It's not the delayed opening. They couldn't get it open for opening. So right. we go to Comet. Comet is in the very, very back of this park. So you have to walk through the water park, similar to kind of like a Kentucky Kingdom vibe. You have to walk through the water park. It's all the way in the back, tucked in behind. Um, we, um, if you were listening to Parade Coasting's episode, um, or if you're one of our patrons, you get access to Parade Coasting's episode where we talk about um, old Canadian boardwalk parks. There used to be a park in Canada not too far from here called Crystal Beach, and they had um, a coaster first called the Cyclone, then called the Comet. And when Crystal Beach closed down in the 80s, Great Escape, who, which was an independent park at the time, bought it and re- basically rebuilt it from scratch. So it's been continual, sim- similar to Phoenix at Knobles. It's been continually operating as the Comet since 1948, but it used most of the structure and the wood from a coaster from the 20s called Cyclone. So it's a very historic coaster. They've really kept it in good shape. We walked up. They're running two trains. I'm like, a t- I'm like what the fuck? That's amazing. And yeah. this ride is just a blast. It has amazing laterals. I do have to say the wheel seats were a bit rough, not nowhere near Boulder yeah. Dash, but a bit rough. Right. But the middle seat on that car is just perfect. Perfect amount of rough. The laterals are great. Great moments, airtime, fantastic drop, and just a blast. Beautiful views. You go right by the water park. Comet is an underrated gem. I'm so, so happy we got your ride. I got five rides on it that day. Um, it was down, unfortunately, for three hours um, during the day. They they do have some maintenance issues with it, of course, being so old. But yeah. it is it is an absolute blast. I think I prefer it even over Comet at Hershey Park. Um, I really, okay. really like this ride. I think it, it's one of my favorite classic wooden coasters, I'd say. That's awesome. I, I've heard very similar reviews. Like, I think most people that ride this and really hold it highly. They, they really just say it's a fun yeah. ride. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that there's a good anchor coaster there. It it is really good, honestly. I'm, I'm I love the historical aspect to it. I love that it has a Canadian um, feel to it, which is which is great. Um, and I think the only other two coasters I'm going to mention first is Steam and Demon, which is the Aero Looper, um, originally built um, in the 70s for I think it was at, at some park in Louisiana, not Six Flags New Orleans, but another one. Um, and so, oh, I hear Hudson. Hudson. <laughs> Logan edit. I guess I guess he can edit your your audio out. So it's okay. You let Hudson bark. Yeah, I think uh an Amazon package just got delivered. Oh, executive producer isn't home? No, nah, she's a class. Oh, okay. Um so yeah, anyways, um Steam and Demon, Aero Looper, um very uh, more on the painful side, very old. I think it's one of the earliest um, era loopers. I think it was built in 77 or 78. So up there with, you know, the original corkscrew at that's now at Silverwood. Um, one thing I want to say about this ride is I really like the view from it. So they placed this one and the new Adirondack Outlaw, which is that like big, long, I don't know what the hell those are called, but they're tall things. 
They place them in a really interesting area at the top of the hill overlooking the rest of the park. So you can see it from when you walk in. And I think it's a really interesting view because that area is the ghost town area. And that has amazing theming. I thought it was well done. They have an indoor saloon with air conditioning and alcohol. They have a great log ride, which was the line was too long. But they have a, the log ride is mostly indoors with all these in, this theming. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a fantastically themed area. And then this is where that, like, there's a little pa- passageway below the, some waterfalls to get down to the more storybook area in the middle. I thought that was just a beautiful area, very chill. Um, I love this. I loved it. I love that area of the park so, so much. The Oktoberfest area of the park, which is where I'm heading to next, was also well-themed. Um, very German. They have, like, a beer hall. They had live music every night. They have, like, all these German, they, like, they had, like, um, pretzels they had spetzla they had bratwurst they had potato pancake they actually had like german food it was probably the best oktoberfest section i've ever seen in a park um and then right beside it is alpine bobsled the intamin bobsled that is closing or why the fuck did i say that it's closed it's gone it's gone it's It's a goner and so i have only ever ridden one other bobsled coaster and that's a mock one one of the long train ones at um, Europa Park. So this oh, is my second one. Yeah, Europa Park. Um, there's another intimate one at Fiesta... No, over, over Texas, Texas, right? And that... Live yeah, that's, And the it one at King's like Dominion, a that's a mock, right? That's a mock, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you got Flying so, Cards, which is the only... Well, yeah, that's not... Yeah, that's in-house. I want... It was closed. It was... They were rebuilding it when I was at Knobles, so... I know. No flying Turns... No fascination, no wonder. No impulse, no black diamond. They were all closed when I was there. Yeah, you gotta give that another um, chance. But anyway, are you, I <laughs> what do. about what about this closed ride? How was so it? this closed ride? It was it opened very late. So we did um, the mine train, we did the steam and demon, we did the boomerang. So they wanted to go ride the Adirondack Outlaw ride. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I, I can ride this another time. I want to go and be Thanks. waiting for when this opens. I just want to be there when it opens. So I don't have to wait that long. So I'm like going. They Early in the day, they didn't let people in the queue. But they were starting to let people in the queue because I think they were like expecting it to open. So yeah. we're all standing there waiting. There were some acers. A lot of people had been standing there since opening. And this was probably, God, it opened the park up at 11. This was probably 1.30 or 2. Like this is late. It hasn't no, opened. Thanks. People are leaving. I'm going to stand there. I'm in the shade at this point. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stay. I've done the other credits. I don't want to stay yeah. at this park till close. So, like, we'll just see what happens. I really want to get on it. Because, say, for example, if it opens at, like, 4 or 5, the park's only open till 6. So, I want to be in that line so I can ride it. I don't want yeah. to miss it. So, finally, I'm only in line for 15, 20 minutes. Opens. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. We all run up. I end up waiting. I end up, by the time... Like I, it's about twenty minutes where it's not open, and then I wait another twenty minutes. So really, not that bad to get yeah, on. It went all. down just as I was going to the station, but then it came right back <laughs> up, which is good. The ops are good. They staffed a lo- they staffed a lot of people to try and get get things through because out of the four rows, they were only running three rows of them. Oh. So it was only six people per train, and they're only running four trains. Or sorry, they only running three trains because their fourth one's been out of service for years. So they couldn't load the one train until the other train had one of the other trains had gotten back to the station and it was just it was like a whole like in into like parked in the in the offload section and they were using one of the trains just for exit pass people only 
So it was a very, very, it was a process, but the ops were fun. The park president was there and she was having, or as operations president, she was really sweet, hyping everyone up. They were doing such a good job. Uh, they were sending trains really fast. So I do give credit to the crew. And so I wrote it and you know what? I had fun. I had good. fun. I didn't think it was a car crash. I think it was definitely jankier, obviously, than the mock ones. But yeah. I had a fun time. I it was longer than I was expecting. I'm just I was just so happy to get on it. I was just so happy to like once you're on it, it's just like that's such a relief. And it's just like because like it's the last day of it all operating. It's like this is it. So that's special. When when it opened, unfortunately, Burke and Park were on the other side of the park. So by the time they made it back through the line, they had to wait over an hour to get on the ride. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, I just wanted to get on this. And I really, really liked it. Unfortunately, I got Team USA's bobsled. Blah, I wanted Team UK's. USA. Only one USA. I kicked yeah, ass at World's so Track, up. by the way. Just pointing that out. Would go USA? I didn't, didn't want USA. Win. I wanted UK. I wanted Britain. Or the Jamaica team, but unfortunately that that one's yeah. out of out of service. But we did get a picture with it because yeah. Cool Runnings uh, is based in my home city, and the movie was filmed at my university. It's about the Calgary Olympics, Jamaican bobsled team. But anyways, so really, really good park overall. Love the feel. Um, there is there the one actually the highlight is this is a one veggie burger I found of the entire fucking trip. Or I guess besides Hershey, so I got to have a veggie burger there too. Um, but overall. This park was really cute. You know what? I want to come back for Bobcat. It's only a six-hour drive from my house, so really, like, I, it's yeah. not that bad. I, I can add it with a Darien Lake trip, or I can go to, you know, more one of the New York parks, that sort of thing. Um, or and go to Quasi, which I which we skipped, which yeah. I really want to go to Quasi. And there's just a ton these. of small parks around there, really. So I really I would go back there for that because I think Bobcat looks like a blast. To be honest, I like. I like that they're when they remove something, they're adding something right away, so it doesn't feel like there's a skipping of the of the beat in the park. But overall, I like this park. I think the operations were were overall good, um, if not great in some places. I thought they were people were really nice. I love the the theming. The entrance was really cute. Um, but you're right; it has a storybook element. Feels like a small park. It feels like that family run park, um, and I and I really enjoyed it. I think. Um, I think it's. I think it is underrated, and I'm glad maybe more enthusiasts might have gone to this park because of the closing of that one ride. But, um, but yeah, so that's my trip. That's the trip. That's fantastic. Do you have any closing mm-hmm. thoughts about it? The whole closing thing? thoughts overall. It was really, really good. Um, I think I'd want to get into more with like a segment, maybe bring Parker and Burke on or something like that to talk about more detailed things. And if you have any questions, ask me in the Discord. I haven't been on in a while, but I'll answer them. But overall. I really liked getting back on just like a traditional road trip. It felt like a good road trip. We went to Olive Garden. We had some good food. We had lots of laughs um, and rode some really good coasters and had just such good luck and good days, which, you know, doesn't always happen, especially around Labor Day, which can be quite rainy or anything like that. So overall, really enjoyed it and really happy to talk about it. Our last real trip report of the summer um, when we've had a lot, really, um, between all of us. I can't wait to kind of get back in, into the swing of things of uh, not going to parks. <laughs> Back going to parks and having. (laughs) What the fuck are we going to talk about in February? (laughs) Let's get creative again. It'll be fun. Yeah, but I really appreciate you sharing with us, and um, I'm I'm jealous of that trip. I really I I need to get on a trip similar to that very soon. So um, I'm glad you had a good time and and got to ride the bobsleds. Thank you. I loved it too, man. It was. I'm glad I got to experience that. Hey, if you, joined, if you enjoyed the show, make sure you check us out on social, solo.to slash coastercuzzies. 
We also have a Patreon. For $3 a month, you can have access to our off-topic episodes. We have three episodes up right now that you can get access to right now if you sign up. So definitely sign up. Check it out. We also have some additional perks like Zoom Hangouts and, and all sorts of other um, exclusive stuff. Congrats to Craig, our Patreon subscriber. He won the Patreon giveaway, being the only Patreon person. And uh, I just sent that in the mail, and he's getting a good old goodie bag for uh, winning the giveaway, the Patreon giveaway. <laughs> wow, that's so special. So, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, keep your sticks on the ice. Um, eat some Olive Garden. Don't eat too many breadsticks. A lot of calories. Or do. uh, Or do. Do what you want. Whatever your heart desires. Oh. I had some thoughts about that. Bye. Bye.